A lot of ministries are wondering if they should still be streaming to Facebook and or YouTube. Today, we will look at the pros and cons, next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hey folks, welcome to another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. And my name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Steve, this is episode number 373. How are you today? I'm doing good. I uh, <laughs> gonna bore everybody. Three seventy three. That's the gear in the rear end of my car. Three seventy threes. I'm running five thirteens on my oh. Jeep. Oh wow! That's I think you're an off roader. I think my I'm Ford Excursion, saying. Ford Excursion is three seventy three. Maybe actually, maybe three seventy eight. Is there a three seventy eight? That's really a high numeric number for a passenger car. Actually, yeah, yours is yeah. Well, at 373s, if your excursion's the same. It's close to that. I think it's 373. Really? And it, it's right. supposed to be pulling things. You know, I have it. To All right. Them, I guess so. that. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. <laughs> uh, I, I, let's talk more about that. That's to me more fun. All right. So we're hanging on here in Tucson, Arizona. It's windy. It's, it's just really crazy here. We, we we have wind here anyhow, but it's, I mean, it's almost hurricane force winds right now. So uh, stuff is below. This. You obviously have never been in a hurricane. Uh, oh. Well, the 75 mile per hour is technically hur- hurricane force wind. Am I right? Let's, uh, let's talk I about guess. this in our podcast. <laughs> let's argue about it. 75 mile per Somebody hour. Somebody who's is... lived through many hurricanes. Um, well, but yeah. that's technically what it is. It, it's, it starts around 70, yeah. 75 miles per hour. Yeah, no, it's not 75 mile an hour winds. Yeah. They're saying it's it could gust to that. I don't know. All right. Well, that concludes our episode of the Trade Solutions <laughs> Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. So today we're going to talk about a webinar that we did. We're going to give you kind of the shorter version of it we did a webinar what was the webinar we did last month steve it is should i still be streaming to facebook and youtube all right why or why not why or why not so if you want to if you actually want to see that webinar we recorded it in all its glory uh you can just go to webinar no streamingchurch.tv forward slash webinar right there you go that's it yeah streamingchurch.tv forward slash webinar and you can see that webinar that we do. We do a webinar every month and we're going to do another one here on PTZ optics in March. So yes, be on the if you want to sign up for that, go to webinar.streamingchurch.tv. Yeah. Let's not confuse people, but yeah, we're going to do it. It's going to be on PTZ cameras. I should say uh, there's a company called PTZ optics and we've interviewed Stephen Haywood before, and he's actually going yeah. to be a part so of this. It's, it's, the topic is why PTZs are taking over church streaming. Yeah. So that's, that's in March. That's March. 14th? 14th. Yeah. 14th. And that, that would be 12 noon Eastern time. So uh, sign up for that if you want to be a part of that. And, and they're really designed, our webinars are not a sales thing. It's it's really designed to inform you and equip you with information. Uh, those of you doing streaming video and those things in your church. So let's get back to what we're going to talk about today. If you want to follow some of the notes, 
Steve didn't like my notes, but they are on the blog. They're blog. We've given you all these web websites here. Blog.streamingchurch.tv. That's uh, the notes. That's our blog. And we have notes in there uh, about Facebook and YouTube. Should my church still use streamed in? So we, we're going to talk for about 25 minutes more. Maybe, I don't know. Now we're running out of time since we talked about rear ends. But, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So, so let's dive in. Um, but you know, and, I like talking about rear ends. So, yes. You know. So, um, currently, um, I mean, this is interesting and it was reiterated recently to me again, that, um, before the pandemic, 22% were streaming 97%. This is, this showed up in the exact same number that you had in your unstuck report from Tony Morgan. There you go. Nine, he surveyed 300 and something churches, 97% are live streaming yeah well it was the pandemic right i mean technically well, no this is today oh today this is, to, this is today 97 percent. i mean the report's yeah. just recent right so well, i guess yeah well it was the last quarter so tony's report was the last quarter of, yeah so maybe three months old yeah. but yeah that's uh that's still surprising to me it is yeah it is yeah. i mentioned it to my Good son and he's like 97% of churches don't have pastors, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's, you know, it's kind of interesting, you know, related, I think, but yeah. Uh, well, okay. The point is a lot of, a lot of churches are doing streaming video and, and yes. that's the point. That's the big idea here. So the question comes up a lot is, well, you know, now that we're kind of getting out of this pandemic, according to some people, should I, should I still be streaming to Facebook and YouTube? Because a lot of these churches had the stream. I mean, we're a company, full disclosure, if you haven't figured this out by now, we're a company called streamingchurch.tv and we help churches do streaming video among other things, uh, you know, content delivery network and all that. But a lot of churches went the free route of YouTube or Facebook. And so, you know, the question is, should I still do and, this? Yeah. And they're continuing on it. Yeah, they and are. The, I mean, I was visiting the church live streaming technology help uh, Facebook group that I'm a part of, and somebody posted a poll of what, where people are streaming. And Facebook and YouTube are the top two tied neck and neck as the most popular places yeah. that churches are streaming to. Yeah, yeah. And it's free. Uh and, and it, so what we thought, what I thought we could cover today a little bit is, you know, what's the pros and cons of this? And we want to try to be as unbiased as we can. There are pros, there are advantages to doing this. There are also, there are also some disadvantages. And it's important because really, you know, we're looking at, well, I'm doing it because it's free. I'm streaming there because it's free. Well, okay. But is, you know, do you really have a strategy? You know, is this, is it really free? Uh, what does free really mean and what, all, you know, what, what comes along with all this? So that's kind of what we're getting at. Right. So, yep. all right. So should we just jump in here a little bit? <laughs> sure. Let's jump in. All right. So let's talk about the advantages. So the advantages uh, are, as I just mentioned, it's free. If you want to stream to YouTube and Facebook, it's free. Social media networks are are generally ad funded, meaning they monetize their viewership on their platform and, and they, they'll, they're going to use your content and uh, you know, you, you won't have to, you won't have to pay, uh, but you might be paying other ways. So that's one advantage is it's free. It's not going to cost you anything to stream to Facebook or YouTube. Yes. All right. So number two, 
in this awkward we've been doing this podcast how long 12 years and we still are awkward in how we handle we're not as awkward as you and mike but me and mike but all right so the second one is expand sorry mike the second one is expand your reach another advantage to using youtube and facebook is you have the potential to expand your reach it's it's a potential doesn't mean you will but it there is a potential what are you laughing about now? I just the the the, the challenge we're having is we're on different notes. You, is we're doing different notes. I'm we're using the notes. I'm using our presentation we did, and you're using the the blog notes. But I'm going to switch over to the blog notes, so that's why I'm laughing. Okay. All right, well, so you know, we'll you, switch over, and I'll grab I'll, I'll pull the yeah. spicy stuff from the from the uh, yeah well, from the webinar have, into the blog notes. You have two screens, right? So you can go back and forth, right? Yeah, I got it. I actually right, not right now. I don't. Oh, okay, well, then you got a trouble. All right, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is how stubborn Steve Lacey is. In case you don't know this, we <laughs> argued about this before the we started recording. <laughs> All right, so I just said, hey, we're going to use the blog, and, and you said, well, I want to use the the webinar notes. You know, it's like, well, okay, that's fine. We can use them both. So, the, the second point I wanted to make was it, it could potentially expand your reach. There's lots of people which we'll talk about in a moment. Hopefully, uh, we'll talk about you know how many numbers of billions of people are on these social streaming social uh, platforms. Uh, the other advantage is a lot of your followers are probably there. Uh, now, Steve, uh, actually, Michael Gray would mention that on your Facebook page, your church's Facebook page, he had some stat that said only 7% are going to actually see your post. Do you remember him saying that? Yes, those that are subscribed to like a church page oh. and the church will post something. And it used to be that that post would go everybody that was right. subscribed to that page would would see that that content. But Facebook's changed their ways over the years. And now only seven percent of your followers to your page are going to see what you post. Yeah, I'm so not sure we're getting into the that. we're getting yeah. into some of the cons. Here, yeah, but. <laughs> but but I mean, at least seven percent, if you go by that, stat, at least seven percent are going to see see your stuff. Uh, it can save you time because if you're if you're concerned about archives, you know, recorded video when you're streaming the places like YouTube and Facebook, uh, you know, it's going to stream live and then it's going to actually record automatically for you and it will be available. Uh, it sticks around for a while. Uh, we'll get into that in a little yeah. bit, but it, it can stick around. Your video can can be there. Uh, and people can find it pretty easily on YouTube and not as easy on Facebook, but yeah, uh, you do have potential in, in, engagement. Uh, and then let me just talk about the numbers and then I'll let you look at your notes since they're different. Uh, the numbers don't lie. Well, at least as far as what the numbers are, I mean, for instance, Facebook, I think is the number one, if you're comparing Facebook and YouTube, Facebook would be probably a, ahead of YouTube, 2.5 billion users. 64 billion with a B. Uh, Facebook live videos are watched daily. Videos are immediately available to your followers, as I mentioned earlier, and audiences can usually interact. YouTube has the second most visited website worldwide. They have over 2 billion with a B users each month. Uh, live videos remain available. And uh, again, they're very searchable. YouTube stuff is very searchable uh, because Google owns them and we all know who Google is, right? So, yeah. Right. So, the I mean this kind of goes into the 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 we're gonna get into a little bit of the cons, but sixty-four billion there's how many billion people on the planet? Eight billion? 
Uh, yeah, people. somewhere in that, in that neck of the room. So, Last time I counted, yes. So every human being on the planet watches eight videos every day on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they're very popular, you know. <laughs> they're very popular. They're, they're, I'm, you know, just, I'm having there. a hard time with some of the math. But... Well, I think I think what it means is, is somebody like uh, your wife, for instance, might be watching, you know, a billion herself every day. I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm going to get in trouble know. with your wife, but we're uh, going to get, yeah, this is, yeah, this podcast anyway, is going really well. All right. So uh, we talked about rear this. ends at the beginning, by the way, my Jeep scrambler had two seventy threes in its rear end when I first got it. And uh, that's why I changed it to, to five thirteens. All right. All right. We're moving. Will this, on. will this thing even be published? Will, will this podcast even be online? That's what I want to know. So the disadvantages <laughs> To this the disadvantages are a really long list uh, as you would expect from us uh, you're not in control so when you post stuff stuff on youtube or facebook uh it's not really your content anymore you're basically giving it to them and they have the right to publish it to deny publishing it to remove your files or even use your content some other way so you're not in control when you do that that's what i would call a disadvantage uh, another disadvantage would be it could be taken down, which I kind of alluded to there. It could be taken down anytime. And there are churches that have lost their content. It's their stuff that they were doing because they said something <laughs> controversial uh, or something. Uh, and, it got taken we down. We have firsthand experience with that sort of thing. With uh, with some uh, of our customers, yeah. With yeah. people that have, yeah. Uh, we, that were taken down. The taken reason down. they came to us is they lost everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it does happen. Okay. Uh, distractions are are very much around when you're posting to social media, when you're streaming, uh, your archives, whatever. There's other stuff going on around people. So when they're watching something on YouTube, there's other suggested things to watch, uh, even on Facebook. So there are distractions, uh, related or unrelated videos can can kind of pop up and you know take people away from what they're looking at. Uh, again, you might be censored. Uh, and this has happened, uh, I think my church years ago, we, 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 it was a Christmas deal and we played a, we, we played a, a Christmas song, um, from the Beatles. I know heresy, right. But we, we played a Christmas song and it was muted or something, uh, because it was, you know, yeah. And we, like that, uh, so. uh, yeah, that's, I, you know, I posted on this Facebook group of other church, uh, leaders in the streaming world and, uh, when you talk about being censored, the number one thing that happens is your worship music will is copyrighted, even though you have a license for it and you may even publish your license for it. Yeah. Um, you'll either be muted or taken down and we get uh, just a ton of that. And yeah. Yeah. yeah Got it some does interesting happen. stories from people yeah. talking about, I ah, just ignore it. And because, yeah, well, and some others. And then we had the, you know, I had the quote from, you know, I made that post and somebody replied that they, they were taken down for nudity um, in during their church service. So, and I asked, Hey, what church is this? And can I join? <laughs> yeah. um, so now we're talking about nudity. We were talking <laughs> earlier about rear ends. Now we're talking about nudity, but yeah, that was actually, that's a true story. I mean, and of course yeah, they, the church wasn't doing nudity. They, they, was, they were I don't know definitely, they yes. They were scratching their head on how the heck did, yeah. Did they not watch this? Or <laughs> anyway, yeah. it's yeah. and that's another thing we'll we'll talk about is um, all this is. It's not like somebody's watching, and they're calling headquarters up, shut down First Life Church because they've got them going. It's everything is completely automated. 
So they have bots that say, oh, that thing looked like nudity, whatever they showed, and says, we better take them down. Or that music sounds a lot like this other copyrighted music. So we'll we'll mute the music. I had a friend who actually wrote wrote a song and they took it down and he actually wrote it and uh, and actually got it published. Oh, that's was, probably uh, his problem, though, right? Because he published it. So yeah, it I was, think that was probably it. He, that's because it, it was he, copyrighted. Uh, it was uh, Michael Ledner, You Are My Hiding Place. But uh, <laughs> he had his own, his own rendition of his own music taken yeah, down. Yeah, Maranatha Music or whatever it was. But yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, it does happen. Okay, so we're talking about the disadvantages. Uh, that one of them, Another one is customer support or lack of it. There's really no customer support. Uh, if you're having an issue with Facebook or YouTube uh, and pretty much any of the other social media platforms out there, you're not going to get any support. And so uh, things happen. You don't you have Mark Zuckerberg's phone number. And uh, you yeah, know, it becomes a pain, especially I mean, with YouTube. They'll they flag you and then you've got to file an appeal and submit paperwork and do all this stuff. But there's nobody there's nobody to go this is ridiculous. You know, I have my CCLI license. Let's just, you know, move on. But there is not, there's no opportunity for that to, to talk to somebody and, and actually get it resolved. You got to jump through all the hoops. Yeah. Uh, another disadvantage is it's could possibly drive traffic away from your ministry website. So my take on this is I, and we're going to talk about this, I assume if it gets in your notes here, uh, we we feel like it's important for to send people to your church website, and that's that's what you want people to go to is your church website. And so if you're if you're doing other things on other platforms, uh, people may not be going to your church website. And it, you know, obviously, the church website has stuff about your church, what you're doing, your vision, your goals, how you can help people, prayer requests, those kind of things on your ministry website. But if you're using social media that could take people away from your website and they don't go there anymore. We, in fact, we had a church, your church, I think it was said, we don't want to stream the Facebook anymore because we want people coming to our website. Yes. To watch the stream. That was, was yep. years ago. They, said. they Yep. They're very concerned about maintaining the, the hub and the numbers and the, and the activity and the stuff on their church yeah. website. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, we can kind of move on here other than just to say that, you know, if, if somebody's searching for a video, they could probably find it okay on YouTube, but they're probably going to have a little bit of a problem finding it on Facebook. It's They can find it, but it's a little harder to find uh, your video. Again, this is a disadvantage. Uh, resolution limitations on Facebook. Uh, I think uh, you can choose a, a variety of, of bit rates and stuff on YouTube, but Facebook you, uh, my understanding is you can't go past 720p. So uh, there are some things. So, so let's, let's talk a little bit. So those were some of the disadvantages and, and uh, take it for what it's worth. We also talked about some of the pros. Uh, what's our suggestions, Mr. Steve Lacey. So our, our suggestion is to use these different vehicles for what they're best at. So the, we recommend that you do your ministry at the, at your church website, your church website's already set up. You've got your volunteers that are focused on your church website. If you're going to stream to multiple um, social platforms, that means you're going to need multiple people out at the perimeters of all these different areas. So we, we recommend to use your, your church website as the hub 
and then use these social platforms as spokes to draw people to the hub. So rather than stream uh, live on the social networks is use the social networks, maybe put out a 30 second clip that drives people to your live service that's playing on your church website. So big advantages. I mean, you control your hub. It's the place that you have 100% control. No one's going to take your church website down. Um, You've got your staff trained there. You have other ministry tools there for being able to pray with people. People can give online. Things like that are all kind of geared for your your website. And then the social... Folk, um, hubs are where the masses are. So you want to, you want to reach out using your spokes to the social platforms and destinations to interface with your people or people that may discover you, but have a link that draws them back to the church website. And we're seeing, you know, all the leading large ministries today are using the same approach where they'll leverage the social media to draw people into their hub, but their their main worship and ministry is happening and streaming is happening on their church website. Yeah. I just did a blog. And again, you can always go to blog.streamingchurch.tv to read it. I just did a blog on, on uh, making sermon promos uh, and, and putting those on social media. Uh, and in other words, the idea is you have a 30 to 60 second promotion of what you're doing, what you're talking and maybe a message series or maybe each individual sermon that you're going to do, you know, you keep it short, but you, you know, it's kind of like a teaser, but you keep it short and you let people know what you're going to, what you're going to talk about. And you put that on your social media platforms uh, because today, uh, and there's, again, studies have shown, I don't have the stats in front of me here, but studies have shown that people are not really want to sit down and, and, and listen to something that's 45, 60 minutes long, especially if you're new and you're not really a part of that church, you know, you might see the topic, the topic might interest you, but are you going to really stick around for 45 or 60 minutes of, of a sermon? But if you had a promo that you put on social media and then directed people back to your website, your church website, which is what we're calling the hub here, uh, that can get you better mileage, better traction. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And there's, there's a whole, uh, other schools of thought that have to do with um, how long should your online service be and how yeah. should you set that up? So there's, um, yeah. and a lot of churches aren't doing it that way right now, but you're right. There's the length of your service is going to be critical, especially for your online service because um, there are distractions for an online service. People can't get up in the middle of your, or they can, but it's it's much more difficult to get up in the middle of the sermon and go, oh, I'm bored with this guy. I'm going to run to the, you know, run out to my car and go to the fridge and grab something to eat. Whereas online, it's much easier to say, ah, I'm tired of this guy. Let's switch channels or or move over somewhere else. So yeah, 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 absolutely. So again, you know, these this is kind of our opinion. There's other people that would agree with us on some of this, but there's others that don't. So you know, as usual, what we're trying to do here as a company is just really try to give you some information, let you make the decision, obviously, but give you some information as to, you know, you're, you're doing social media. Okay. Well, why is this such an important thing? Well, you know, most churches don't have a strategy when it comes to social media. And so it's good to have a good understanding, a solid understanding of social media. Uh, It's important to your church. It's important to your members. 
and it, it's important to how you're going to be doing ministry. And so, uh, you know, it's free. It's free. Well, yeah, yeah but think, is there more to it than just it's free? Yeah. I think a lot of churches fall into that trap. Yeah. Well, I need to stream. I've got to stream. Oh, this is free. Let's do that. And, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's at least free on the surface. Yeah. So there are costs with everything. There are for everything there is. So anyhow, that, that's, that, that's it in a nutshell. Uh, if you really want to see, the real notes to this, just go to streamingchurch.tv forward slash webinar, and you can look at the recorded video, and you can hear Mike and myself and Steve talk about some of this in a little more detail. Uh, if you want the quick version, then just go to our blog, blog.streamingchurch.tv. <clears throat> All right. Anything else we need to cover here? Uh, I don't think so. Let me look it over. Look over your notes there. Make sure <laughs> that we didn't leave yeah. anything important out that could... Uh, change the course of history for somebody. Um, I think that, uh, uh, you know, the bottom line is this folks. I mean, technology is here. We, we, we've beaten this drum for many, many years. Technology is here. So, you know, use it as best you can. Uh, And, you know, if streaming video is something, you know, which we think is important, uh, you know, if it's something you want to do, we can certainly help you on that. We've helped churches that don't even use us. I've had people ask me questions and stuff that don't you, they're not our customers, but we're happy to help, try to help and inform. And we're not trying to sell people on stuff. We're just trying to help your church, you know, be successful at what you feel like God's called you to do. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. the bottom line. So that's why we do what we do. All right. So there's, I I was the, the, I would, the um, Tony Morgan thing that you, sent our way was it this morning or yesterday eh, a couple of days ago yeah yeah that talked about um how churches are using streaming um and one of the the key things that came out is it's it is an easy on-ramp for new people so the, yeah. the churches that are doing well and he kind of went through here's some characteristics of he's not saying that you do this and you'll do well or you avoid this and you will do you know because he, you know, kind of, he laid out different aspects, but he went through some of the growing churches. But one of the things that he he did point out is is the streaming is a large primary purpose is a super easy on ramp invitation tool for for exposure to your church. Yeah, it really does it, to some capacity or another. So even if you, you know, I mean, I think the thing that we we feel like is good advice from our friend Kenny Jong is you know don't just do a cut and paste deal. Don't just like, okay, I'm just going to throw it up here and not put any effort into it. You know, I mean, now there's, there's resources out there that are free. There's open source resources that you can use handbrake. You can use video editing equipment. You can do a lot of things that doesn't take you that much time to, to put together something really nice. That's not going to be too time consuming or expensive. Yeah. Well, all right. The rain is coming sideways here. Oh, where you're at? No, it's not here. It was, yeah. uh, it's kind of died down here. Okay. All right, folks. Uh, hey, look, I- I'm sure there's some people that might say, you guys are out to lunch. Uh, well, um, we'd love to go out to lunch, but uh, if you want to give us some feedback, we always are open to this. You can just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. Uh, we, sometimes I clown around here, but we've been doing this for a long time, and and uh, we always want to get feedback from what you think about some of these topics. So send us an email. Let us know what you think about something. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe you'll convince us we're wrong. 
or agree with us. That's always nice too. Yeah. And and if you want to subscribe, just go to your favorite podcast that whatever you wherever you get your podcast, the play the favorite place you get your podcast. Go there and look for Church Solutions Podcast and subscribe to us and give us a rating. And yes. uh, all right, good. Okay, so we're done here. Thank you, Mr. Steve Lacey. I'm glad to be here to harass you. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> between you and Michael, uh, it's it's uh, it's fun. It's a fun place to be. So, all right, well, it is. You know, I give you a hard time too, right? I mean, it's it's something yeah. we do. You you refer to me as your what do you refer to me as your your married uh, workmate or something? I don't know. We've been doing this for a long time, so we do we're, tend we're to Oscar and. We're Oscar and Felix. We, yeah, we do then to get on each other's nerves, but uh, that's the but, way it goes. But we do. Like, uh, yeah, I had a, I have a former boss at, a, at an old job, and he had this guy that was completely opposite end of the political spectrum from him. Yeah. But they had lunch every month, and he just they just loved each other. Yeah. So he said, the guy actually passed away not too long ago. And I mentioned that. I said, you guys loved each other, but you, you're completely different ends of the world. And he goes, yes, I did love Walt. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that's good. That's that's true love, you know, when you can still enjoy each other and have different points of views yeah. on things, you know. I mean, that's it'd be the world would be a lot, the world would be a lot nicer if, if we could yeah. get along, right? So, yeah. all right, good deal. Thanks, folks, for uh, spending some time with us today, and uh, catch us next time on another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. For Steve Lacey, my name is Phil Thompson. Have yourself a great day. Take care of yourself and each other.